0: Life moves fast, and so do these episodes. You are busy juggling all the things, work, life, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty, but you have vividly wild dreams to get. My name's Melissa Rose, and let me just say, I get that growing a family and scaling a profitable business is no small feat, no matter how early we wake up or how much caffeine we consume. But I'm here to tell you, you can and will through consistent, inspired action. In this show, we're We're going to be encouraged, we're going to be empowered, and we're going to leave with a quick win that you can apply today in your business, life, or relationship. Sound good, ladies? Let's get real.
1: And now, your host, Ms. Melissa Rose, who's such a rebel woman that she puts ice cubes in her white wine.
0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. I am so excited for you guys to hear from this amazing person talking all things bookkeeping and I know it's Not very sexy. It's not very fun. But in order to make your business boom, it is a necessity. And I am so excited to introduce you to our guest. Before we do that, a special welcome to all of you. Thank you so much for choosing to put me in your ears. And a special welcome to those of you that are brand new to the podcast. Thank you. As an avid podcast listener myself, I know that I have my routine. I have my people that I love to listen to. So to get another person inside my ears is a big deal. So I appreciate you taking the time Time to check this podcast out. If you love what you hear, make sure you click subscribe and become part of the tribe. If you want, come on over into Facebook World and join my group in the nitty-gritty for boss babes. This is a group of women entrepreneurs who are juggling all the things, and I come in every week to share tips, tools, and strategies that I've learned in my business to share and help you in yours. And it's an awesome group of women where we refer each other, empower, and support each other. So if that sounds like something you want to be part of, please come on over. It's totally free. And another way to dive in a little bit deeper after the podcast. All right. We have Chris Cosina with us today. And you guys, he is a bookkeeper here in my community, and he is just a genuinely... Good person. I really like Chris. I met him a couple years ago already, I think. And he just has great energy and is not your classical bookkeeper, you will hear when he introduces himself and what he likes. As I mentioned in the podcast before, I love doing my books. So I don't have a bookkeeper. However, When I coach my clients, I encourage them. If they are not reconciling their bank accounts and reconciling the credit card and being on top of their numbers, they are doing themselves a huge disservice because you need to know exactly what is working in your business. And we talk about that a lot in this podcast. So... Without further ado, I want you to learn and listen from Chris and how he talks about his work and his business, and how it is so vitally important for your business to boom to make sure you know your numbers. Enjoy my interview with the awesome Chris Cosina. <laughs> So excited to have Chris Christina here. He is from Hudson, and he's a bookkeeper. And I've gotten to know him through different networking events and see him start and grow his business. And I'm super excited for you guys all to meet him. So, Chris, welcome to In the Nitty Gritty.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, We're excited to be here. I, I'm super excited for people to learn about you, what you do, and why people need a bookkeeper. So in the episode before this, Chris, I gave my personal story of bookkeeping and everything. But before we launch into the nitty-gritty of all of that, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: I remember as a young child, there's three things I wanted to be. The first was a professional hockey player. I love playing hockey. The second was to be a motocross racer. I just loved I think it was a Disney movie that came out that got me super stoked about riding dirt bikes and stuff. And then the third was to be a rock star.":
0: Awesome. Those are oh. all amazing ones. So let's in a week I
1: got to live out my childhood dream because I'd like to tell people I was a part-time rock star okay. for a while. And I haven't given that career up yet either, so
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're a dreamer. All right. So you are a bookkeeper. What lights you up about your work? Helping people.
1: I love interacting with people and helping people, but I love doing it on an independent basis. I love being a business owner and not necessarily having anybody to tell me what to do. And I feel that I become more genuine that way. I'm doing something I like to do. Uh, I've always been a numbers guy. I always like math and statistics. To some extent, statistics can get a little overwhelming, but I've always just loved numbers and helping people and helping them understand and seeing that relief that once people finally see like, oh, this is what you do. This is, oh, wow. This is a lot nicer. That brings me a lot of satisfaction.
0: So what are one of those like experiences when you were helping somebody and they were like, oh, okay, now I get it. What were you doing for them?
1: Um, Finding a lot of things that didn't need to be there. One thing I've learned to do when I'm working in clients' books is I sometimes try to think, what would I do if I didn't know what I was doing? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people are trying to do their QuickBooks and stuff, especially in the beginning when there isn't a whole lot going on. They're just going to watch videos and try to get into it. And there's a lot of little tiny things that can make a big difference. So finding duplicates and transactions that weren't supposed to be there finding open invoices that they never closed and stuff like that and just finding all kinds of little things that you wouldn't find unless you comb through it you know
0: and when you know what you're looking for and you're being able to see it
1: being able to show them all of that stuff and seeing what difference it makes on their ports and stuff they're like oh okay
0: yeah (laughs) it all adds up (laughs) literally Yeah.
1: yeah 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 literally
0: So tell me, Chris, because I have my feeling on when somebody should hire a bookkeeper. But what is your expert opinion on when somebody should invest in a bookkeeper?
1: Right off the bat. But to what extent? That can vary depending on the business. I don't know if a lot of people realize that when you engage with a bookkeeper, you don't necessarily, at least for me, you don't necessarily have to sign on to a monthly commitment right off the bat. People can come to me to have them set up their chart of accounts. And to have them take a look at what kind of transactions they're going to be looking at and, you know, how to um, help them become more efficient so that they can do maybe start off on their own, but start off on the right path. Other people, especially like if you're in a restaurant or retail or if you've got inventory, a lot of stuff like that, I would say right away, because the longer you wait, there could be a cleanup a massive cleanup if you're doing things wrong and that's going to cost you more in the long run. Either your CPA is going to have to fix some things or a bookkeeper is going to have to go back. So mm-hmm. I think the sooner the better, whether you're just having somebody set it up and train you or just starting that delegation right off the bat. Yeah, I think it's important just to at least understand and know how to pull reports or know where to look at things, you know, so you don't have to go to somebody every time you're curious about something within your books.
0: Absolutely. I would agree. So who is your ideal client? Who is your dream client that give me 10, 15, 50 more of these people? I would love to work with them. Who would those people be?
1: My niche is construction and subcontractors, but I've thought about it on a deeper level. My favorite clients to work with are those that are motivated entrepreneurs. They want to do everything right, right off the bat. I know some people, they don't necessarily want you to do everything all the way right. They just want you to do for lack of a better term, a half-assed job. I, I want people that are hungry to grow and are motivated to make sure that everything's done right. Those people, they're great to work with.
0: So you talked about your clients. They could come to you and get their books just initially set up. So then they can take it over and manage it. And then once they get to a level where they need somebody a little bit more, you could be there for that too. So for that person that is at that level, what do you give them? Do you meet with a monthly face-to-face? Do you just give them a report? What do you do for your
1: clients? In a nutshell, it's uh, just classifying all their transactions, reconciling their bank accounts and their credit card statements, and giving them monthly reports, which would include their profit and loss and their balance sheet. Understatement of cash flows. Above and beyond that, some people like, especially in construction and subcontractors, accounts payable. Especially the busier you get, you need somebody to keep an eye on that stuff to know when you need to pay people because you don't want to upset your vendors mm-hmm. by missing, you know, an invoice that you owe, and it, now it's 90 days past due, and they don't—they're not as sold to work with you anymore. So uh, it, it varies, but yeah, at the core, it's just classifying everything, making sure it lines up with the bank, and giving mm-hmm. reports.
0: And then you do pay bills for people too. You are able to pay invoices for people if they want that.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And there's always an approval process. So it's not like I'm writing checks randomly if they have to approve, but it's nice to have somebody taking a look at that because it's like, Hey, this is due in a couple of days. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, is. It's a check for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's a help. You're serving a need for your clients that are at that point. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I'm a numbers person. I do my books and I enjoy it. And I look at Mm -hmm. things and keep track of stuff. Other people avoid it like the plague. Do you serve those people differently? Do you find some people, it's hard for them just to understand the numbers? So do you present things differently, more visually, or do you talk through things or how does that work? Because I think that's the biggest thing people are leery of hiring a bookkeeper is because they don't understand it themselves. And then they're like, okay, I can hire somebody to do it, but I still don't understand it. How do you help and serve your clients that need that extra hand holding?
1: We could really dial this back to how I see my business in the first place. It's I see my business as a relationship business first and foremost. And so establishing a good relationship and a good fit right off the bat um, is essential to me. And with that, and during the relationship building process, you start to understand that person a lot better how they think mm-hmm. and which helps me understand how I can relay that information to them right. so whether it is visual or just explaining it in like layman's terms it's just kind of something that I naturally figure out as I develop the relationship with that client because yes. yeah everybody has a different background mm-hmm. and some people kind of get it some kind of don't so I just try to think back to some of the stuff I
0: learned during training and how they relayed that to me right. and sometimes that helps too sometimes people are more visual. So if you can show it in a graph versus numbers, that helps with people. You can send a loom video and show, you know, what we're looking at. And do you see this? You know, some people are audio like me. I like to hear it. So just learning the way your clients receive content best. And this is making our businesses better. How can we serve our clients the best? And you are a high service, you're individual. So you can really hone in on that for your people.
1: And you mentioned that you like the numbers, so it's kind of fun for you. I think the ultimate goal, I'm sure you could agree, is that there's probably something you love doing more than bookkeeping, which is why you got into business. Mm -hmm. And the end goal, I would imagine, is to be so busy with the stuff you love to do that it, it doesn't make sense for me to spend time on it anymore. But that knowledge you gained along the way will help you understand everything when it's presented to you. And same thing when working with a bookkeeper over time, you're going to start to understand things. So when they relay that to you, you got a much better idea of what's going on.
0: Hey guys. Hi. Yes, it's me. I'm interrupting the podcast, but I just had to share that level up. The waitlist is ready to have your name put on it. If you are a brick and mortar or service-based business, listen up. Are you feeling like you are in constant chaos mode, frustrated, and may I dare say it, a bit burned out with your business? Are you working all the time and not seeing the benefits of being a business owner? Like the flexibility of having your own business isn't really that flexible, and the bank account isn't exactly showing you that unlimited income potential that you thought you were signing up for? And secretly, you don't even want to grow your business because you're already drowning in the work of your demanding schedule. Honestly, you're thinking, is this even worth it? But you guys, what would it look like to have a business that is running for you and not running you with dream clients walking in your doors that love working with you and pay you what you're worth? What would it feel like to put your phone away from your business and genuinely be present with your family, not thinking about your to-do list or clients that might need something and creating a lifestyle that you love? if this sounds like a breath of fresh air, I invite you to apply to Level Up. Level Up, you guys, is a 90-day coaching program designed for brick and mortar and service-based businesses that are running the show themselves or with a very small team. In 90 days, we'll dive deep into your business and create the clarity you need through a structured framework that is customized just for you. With personalized one-on-one coaching and a monthly group mastermind, we will level up your business so that you have the tools in place to create the momentum you need, allowing you to have the business you deserve with the ultimate in time and financial freedom. Our next group starts super duper soon, like in a couple weeks, you guys, and there is an application process. So come on over to my website, Ms. Melissa Rose, or better yet, scroll down here in the show notes and click the application process. I would love the opportunity to be your coach and help you take your business to the next level. Do you, as a bookkeeper, are you connected to a CPA at all? Do you have a CPA that you work with a lot and they refer business to you and vice versa?
1: My guy in particular, you get to a point in your business that you've got so many clients, you don't bring new people on. You're just so busy. I mean, there's only so many people that do it. And that's the case with my current CPA, but I do have other ones. One in particular that me and him work and we pass each other business. And then besides that, with all my clients, one of the things I like to do right off the bat is to establish a relationship with their CPA.
0: Yes, that was my next question because your CPA, you need one. Mm-hmm. A bookkeeper is kind of the glitter on top, unless you're a bigger moving parts business. But if they can work together along with that financial planner, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's huge. So good.
1: I'm pretty certain all the CPAs for my all of my clients do like the work that i do and do respect the fact that i reach out to them because i ask them how they want me to handle things because ultimately when they file taxes it's up to the cpa and they know better than i do how they they want things done when it comes to like depreciating what do we capitalize and stuff like that they like it because by the time they get their books to file the taxes it's really easy for them and they can get through it and it makes their busy season a lot easier when you come to them with a shoebox full of receipts i haven't met a cpa that says yeah i don't mind mind it when they bring me a big box full of receipts." oh my
0: gosh no <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the thing with that are they going to classify everything right i mean they're trying to fly through that stuff as mm-hmm. fast as possible and see you know okay this was from walmart that looks like you know mm-hmm. office moving on their rates are a lot higher too mm-hmm, so the more time mm-hmm. they spend I've, i just had a client tell me that it was it was cheaper for him to oh, file his taxes since he hired me because everything was just ready for his CPA. He didn't have to you know, figure out what the depreciation was throughout the year and all that. I, I take care of that on a monthly basis. So,
0: Yeah, that's good to note, everybody. The investment of your bookkeeper is saving you time and money for the CPA and ultimately just keeping your business tight and knowing exactly what's working. I mean, you're able to see the numbers of what products or services you're offering that are profitable so that you can make a black and white decision and not go on feeling. And we've talked about that before on the podcast. When you document and when you have those numbers in place, there is no emotion tied to it. You can look at it and go, for me, that class is not profitable. It makes no sense to offer it. It makes no sense to hire a teacher. Let's lean into what's profitable and do more of that. We don't want to spend time and money on stuff that's not working for us. Chris, I ask everybody this. What nitty gritty are you dealing with in your business right now? I think one
1: struggle a lot of entrepreneurs could probably relate to is mastering your own schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With freedom comes great responsibility. It's definitely a double-edged sword. And I've I've gotten better since I've started, but I realized I'm still not as efficient as i could be that's definitely one of the struggles that i deal with and that kind of leads into my my sleep schedule too because sometimes i'll feel like i need to get some work done i stay up late and then next thing you know i sleep in and it it, all it does is just shift everything i'm not gaining anything so that's definitely something i've been focused on and it's hardest to master yourself Mm-hmm. above yeah. anything else, you know, it, it really is. It's, it's such an odd concept. You know, there's things that we want to do, but some reason we just have these habits that we had and we stick to and it's hard to get away from them. So that's definitely one of them. And another one, although I've I've gotten a lot better, it's just like distractions, especially when it comes to like social media and media in general just i've really started to focus on it like within the last six months or so and unsubscribing from emails i mean i sit there and delete emails every day but instead of wasting that little bit of time it's just unsubscribe from them unsubscribe from the distraction and same thing with social media you just get sucked into it mm-hmm. and that's a hard one to break and so setting boundaries for yourself changing the uh, notification settings on my phone has really helped also monitoring my phone I started using an app called Digitox. I'm Mm -hmm. tracking the unproductive use of my phone. And I noticed that went down from 2.7 hours a day back in July to 1.2 hours a day in December. So just by tracking it, just like looking at it and realizing, oh, look how much time I'm wasting every day on my cell phone.
0: That's all you need to do is track it because just Mm -hmm. by tracking it, you'll see, and you will just make more of a conscious effort, whether it's what we put in our mouth or exercise or what we spend or what we Watch on our social, it's true. And I'm terrible. I'm so terrible. So I love that you bring that up. And the boundaries are such a big deal to me, but leading ourselves is the hardest. John Maxwell always says, leading ourselves is the hardest. That's why we mm-hmm. constantly need to lean into that. I mm-hmm. love it. Thanks that's for sharing terrible. that because that's so true. Whether you're a business owner or not, the struggle is real with boundaries there.
1: Where's that healthy balance? Where can you find harmony? Because we all want to stay connected. Especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic, people need to be social. You need to be connected. But how can we do it on a healthy level? Avoiding the negative and surrounding yourself with positive people makes a huge difference. Especially if you're at home a lot, you yeah. know, and not getting out. Just finding positive influences can make a huge difference.
0: Is there something that you would love to share? A nugget of wisdom, maybe it's a book or a quote or something that you've learned in your business journey to share with other budding entrepreneurs here?
1: I love quotes. I actually have like a document where I keep like quotes mm-hmm. that I like. There's so many out there, but one I've never been able to let go is, it may sound a little cocky up front, but nobody can tell me how to live my life. hmm But if you think a little deeper than that, nobody should tell you how to live your life to an extent. You shouldn't be, you know, I can break laws. Nobody can tell me how to, like, that's not what I mean by that. But don't necessarily listen to society. Don't listen to negative influences. Don't let anybody tell you how to live your life. Find out what's important to you. What are your values? What do you stand for? and don't let people break that especially if you're a business owner it was interesting when i got into business you want to meet new people and say yes to everybody and you can't do that you have to set boundaries and you can't let people try to convince you that you should do this or that you know go with your intuition live your life the way you want to but respectfully obviously and follow the rules and
0: a little bit you can bend them a little bit Awesome.
1: I did think of another quote I also like. It's by Henry Ford. It's whether you say you can or you can't, you're right. I think, you know, a lot of people have probably heard that one, but I mean it's so simple and so true. I barely made it through high school. I almost got expelled. I was a little bit of a rebel. Uh but I changed <laughs> when I went to, to college and I kept with that and I graduated. I ended up graduating with a 4.0. Wow. Looking back, it wasn't that necessary because I probably spent more time studying than I needed to. But the fact that I did what I told myself I was going to do, that was the very first moment in my life where I was like, I can do anything I set my mind to.
0: I love it. I love it. Bookkeepers are essential to your business in making sure your business runs tight. You don't want any extra money going to stuff that's not needed. You want to keep as much as you can so that you can give as much as you can. Business owners, you guys, are generous, generous people, whether they're sharing their knowledge or sharing their network or sharing their wealth in the community. And when we can have our numbers in line and be super efficient with the money that we've been given and granted, making sure it's going into the right buckets via our bookkeeper, making sure everything's documented super well, we can then give really generously to others and our families and create a legacy so awesome chris thank you so much for your time we so appreciate you where can people best find you if they need help setting up their bookkeeping if they would like to hire you and say i need help setting it up or i you know what i'm ready to invest and hire on a bookkeeper where can we find you
1: oh google live free bookkeeping just type that in live free is one word l-i-v-f-r-e-e that'll take you to my website my website is livefreebookkeeping.com or if you're on looking for quick on the pro advisors i'm on there i do have a facebook page i'm trying to get into the social media a little bit more by searching live free you should be able to find me
0: awesome we'll put it in the show notes so people can find you stalk you and also linkedin too and LinkedIn. Excellent. That's where we should be. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks again, Chris. I know our audience will appreciate your wisdom. All right, guys. Thanks so much. That is it for today. We'll see you here same time, same place next week. Peace out. Bye-bye. Hey there guys, real quick. If you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about in the nitty gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.